Good day, planet Earth, and welcome to In Your Business with Victor Young, a.k.a. The Daily Life Coach. If you want to hear about specific challenges on future episodes of In Your Business with The Daily Life Coach, simply post your questions to The Daily Life Coach on Facebook or through my contact page at thedailylifecoach.com. You can also direct message me at the Victor Young on Twitter or Instagram. That's what Marnie did. Marnie from Trinidad. Hi, Marnie. I'm going to actually talk about something you brought up because you're not the only one that's brought it up, but I just wanted to specifically say hello to all my listeners in Trinidad because Marnie's a little frustrated. Marnie actually said this. She said, I like to snatch a co-worker ball like coconut because she fights me on every little thing I do at work. Although my accent sounds more Jamaican than Trini, we're still going to talk about this today because my accents can get better. They can. So we're going to talk about why Marnie wants to snatch a girl ball like coconut. And I, I am a very positive person, but that, that would be entertaining. But let's not go there. Let's stay on task today. I can get a little sidetracked. Before we get down to business, let's thank our sponsor today. Today's show is brought to you by Human Technology Solutions, the technology company that creates high-performance humans. Look for the Dream Boss app at your future place of business, Human Technology Solutions. Thank you. Well, let's get to it, shall we? I've had several questions from entrepreneurs about challenges assembling a team that can fulfill their visions or even just just getting teammates to work together at a basic level, like my friend Marnie from Trinidad. You know, th- this is a challenge for every business owner, creator, director, producer, CEO, startup, athlete, employee. Everyone's going to face this challenge at least once in their careers, if not once a day. That is why I felt compelled to address the concerns, questions, and comments of so many listeners that wanted to hear more about the no negativity movement. I'm going to share an important lesson with you guys today, and it's something that I've had to live more than once, and it took me a while to really figure it out. I want to teach you how to make your team stronger as well as your bank account. And I don't know about you, but everything's funny when I'm making money, just so you know. I would like to know more about how you can snatch someone ball like a coconut. Just hit me on a sidebar later on if you, you know, you got any experience of that. I'm just curious how that happens. Coconut's got a pretty low little peach fuzz to it, so that's, that's, that's interesting. Anyway, let's move forward. The no negativity movement. First of all, I want you guys to start looking for that hashtag. Hashtag no negativity. And when you post something positive, you repost something, you share something inspirational, throw that hashtag on there for me. No negativity. Give me a little love too if you want to. The Daily Life Coacher at the Victor Young. I, I want to I track this. This is important to me. And what I found in my professional world, if I'm able to mitigate or eliminate negativity, I can win. I can do that little little song, little dance. All I do is win, 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 win. My tempo was off a little bit, but again, I can fix that. little auto-tune and I'm in business. The no negativity movement. Hashtag no negativity. 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how positivity actually breeds financial gains, happy employees, happy teammates, happy boss, happy bank account, happy everything. And you know, when I talk about negativity, the first thing negative people say is, well, fine, I'll just keep my opinions to myself since you don't want to hear anything from me. That's a cop out, copping out. And you're trying to manipulate the mind and spirit of the positive person. You can take that ish to the house. Not hearing it, not believing it, not falling for it. If you think the only way you can improve a situation is to bash everybody, talk them down, be disrespectful, divisive, and manipulative, then you are evil with a capital E, like pitchfork, pointed tail, and horns evil. Just saying. Those are always the famous words of the professional terrorist. The person that's there just to burn everything to the ground is, since you don't want to hear my opinion, or since you're not sensitive to my needs, I'll just keep them to myself. That's not what I'm saying. This is not about censoring speech. This is not about saying, hey, you have no voice, no freedom of speech. What I am saying is this. Everything that's brought to the table has to be brought to the table and addressed in a fashion that's forward-thinking. Let's describe a forward-thinker and what I'm saying when I I bring that word, that term up, forward-thinker. Forward-thinkers resolve issues. They fix problems. They find solutions. They don't complain and spin gossip, take people's head out of the game. But they will point out what I'd like to call good old-fashioned opportunities to grow or get better. So first of all, let's start out by looking at things as opportunities. Something's broken, it's an opportunity to fix it. Phones are ringing off the hook, can't get to customers, it's an opportunity. Is it a technology piece? Is it a training issue? Is it a staffing issue? What is it? People who complain will just say, I hate my job. My phones won't quit ringing. Uh, My teammates won't pick up the phones. I feel like I'm overworking everyone. Forward thinkers, the first thing they do is say, let's look at our technology. Is everything working as designed? And there's a 50-50 shot that you could actually have a problem with your technology. Maybe there's a line that's dead. I've seen ringers turned down on telephone systems and companies. Everyone's sitting there, twiddling their thumbs in a department, while the other ones are being bombarded because there's people who walk around turning down their phone volume. I don't like my phone volume up, so I'm just going to look at my display screen so I can see when the phone rings. Meanwhile, they're not looking at the display screen. They're talking to their teammates. Phones are blowing up. I am dead serious. How did it happen? Meanwhile, clients, customers are on the other end, losing their ever Loving minds. This business is horrible. No one wants to talk to me. No one wants to take my phone calls. And it all started from a few, they're just jack wagons, a few jack wagons who turned all the ringers down on the phones thinking, I don't like the ringtone. We should just be able to look at our screens and see when the phone is flashing. 
I've seen people put in new phone systems and never test it and it's just ringing into Neverland. No one tested it. No one checked it. But they complain and everyone complains and complains and complains. And no one lifts that finger to find a solution. Reason being, they're so engrossed in being negative. Talking down their employees, talking down their employer, talking down their teammates, the customers, just being negative. Just engaged in the art of negativity. So much so, their mind loses all creativity and is unable to perform in a professional environment in a positive fashion. That's just one example. There's so many examples of how people can engage so much in the negative part of of life that can drag you down the side road, the alley, the distraction, that they can no longer be efficient, productive, or even valuable to anybody. And once you become invisible, you're starting your descent into the valley of unemployment, of brokenness, of what do they call that? The pit of despair. The pit of despair. Because no one wants to be around you. Not even the other people who are engaging with you. They're they're trying to be nice and frankly There's some positive people who just don't know how to shut down a negative person because they're so nice that they just engage in the conversation. And all a negative person needs is an audience to listen and they will burn you down to the ground just giving them the audience to listen. That's all they need because there can only be one winner like the Highlander. There can only be one. And if I allow you to win in the arena of negativity versus positivity we've both lost we've both lost the company's lost the customer's lost and everyone who relies on us depends on us on a daily basis has lost it's that simple the no negativity movement is more than just about making a happy workplace because see what i've also learned is this if i'm happy at work and i come home positive My personal life gets better. I've seen people who've embraced the no negativity movement at work improve their personal relationships with their kids, their spouses, within their organizations, outside of work. This movement is contagious and it will spill into every arena of your life. Hashtag no negativity. I'm going to share something with you. I don't like to work out as much as I used to five years ago. Or even three years ago. Something happened to me about two years ago. And I started to lose that fire and intensity I used to have. The just hang and bang. Throw four Cadillacs on the Olympic bar and just work it out. I used to love it. Now, I like a little Netflix. Some Ben and Jerry's. Turning into this intellectual. More time with my computer. I don't know what's happened to me. So I've decided I'm going to take it back. I'm going to re-energize. I'm going to reinvigorate myself. So I decided to go back to something I used to love years ago. And that's road biking. So I went to the Trek store and got fitted up. And I brought myself a nice Imanda SL Pro 6. Bad boy. Endurance bike. Lightweight. Aero. I mean, it's for you riders out there, you know what I'm talking about. 
beautiful carbon fiber wheels, carbon fiber frame, and it's got a very aggressive frame. Many it, it leans you over. Your business is stuck in the air when people are behind you. You lean forward. Can't have a gut. You can't ride this bike with a gut. I'm just letting you know. It won't let it physically. It won't happen. So it's forcing me to get myself back in shape. And I tell you what, the first time I rode that bike, I actually became a negative person because it kicked my behind. My knees were hurting. I was out of breath. My form was horrible. Hadn't ridden so long. You know, when someone tells you, hey, it's like riding a bike, I want you to slap the first out of their mouth. Actually, don't. Don't do that. That was for entertainment purposes. Don't slap them. But I hate when people say that now. It's like riding a bike. Once you do it, you never forget. It just comes back to you naturally. It's so easy like riding a bike. Not an Amanda Endurance bike. Imanda, she does not forgive. You must be in your top condition when you ride her. So the first time I get back on this bike, it just train wrecks me. Mentally, physically, emotionally train wrecks me. I almost gave up. I became negative. I started talking about people like in shape. Look at this person walking around here, ripped all up. I bet he's broke. I bet he's really broke. He needs to be an intellectual like me. Start working more. Get out of that gym. And then I saw my cholesterol results for my last doctor's appointment. And I realized I've got to make this work. So a little salad and spinach later and some grilled chicken. I'm, I'm back. I'm back on the Amanda. I'm back. Nice old Tegra running gear. You bikers, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm back on. And the next time, you know what? It was a little bit easier. And then I went to YouTube and I watched these videos and it talked about the pain. The pain of writing. It actually talked about you've got to embrace the pain. And I'm like, why would someone make a video like this? And then I heard it again. And then I heard it again. And it's just talking about you've got to learn to love the pain. And I'm thinking, I don't, I don't want to. So then I decided to figure out how can I limit the pain? How can I make this pain a pleasure? And I knew the only way I could make this happen was to look at the experience completely different. Even though I just got my butt kicked previously, I had to go back and, and look at this as a goal. When I am able to get back in tip-top riding condition like I was before I retired my cycling career, I realized once I get back in that condition, I can eat what I want. My suits are going to continue to fit me well, which I've got so much invested in I can't afford to not fit my suits anymore. I need them for work. They like my uniforms. I knew my doctor was going to be happy with me. And frankly, I'm just more productive when I feel good and I'm strong. When I'm strong physically, my mind is also sharp, alert, and strong with it. I had to change my entire attitude. Or, or it would have been a horrible investment of what I paid for this Trek bike to sit at my house, not get used while I complain about the seat's not comfortable or the handlebars are too low for me. I could complain about everything or I could say, I'm going to adjust this bike and I'm going to increase my conditioning and I'm going to own it. I'm going to master it. I am going to be the best cyclist in my riding group. So I had to set a goal. I had to change my attitude. And I had to start researching in depth of how I can get better. 
All right, let's translate that. Let's take that same experience and say, how do I how do I apply that in the business world? First off, we've got to teach our people about the business of our business. We can't require anyone to be positive and successful if they don't know a damn thing. This this grows a core level of respect for you as a leader. When people actually know what to do, they become confident and they're able to do it consistently, organically, and happiness is easier to obtain. When is the last time you've shared a financial report, an inventory control sheet, an accounting schedule, a sales objective, a, a whatever, a planning worksheet? When is the last time you've shared some information, a playbook with another athlete? When is the last time you've showed someone the big picture or the bigger picture, even if it's not the big, big picture? You, you've got to expose people to some growth, teach them what it means, and then train them and help them get to it. Because not everyone has the vision to be able to see the big picture 10 years down the road or five years down the road. Sometimes we've got to get them a 10 minutes down the road plan or an hour down the road plan, or this is what we're going to do today to be successful plan. That's how, that's how positivity can start in the workplace. And we also want to do this. We also want to make sure we say thank you. Yes, I said that, all you sales managers out there. Say the thank you word, the T word. It's okay. It's it's okay to say thank you even if someone hasn't hit their number yet. It's okay to say good job even though someone hasn't hit their objective yet. I don't know if I can say that to my sales managers, but to my salespeople. <laughs> That's a joke. I, I even thank my sales managers. We've got to say thank you. We've got to say good job. And then we've got to say, how can I help you get better? We've got to ask the questions. What did you learn today? Give me one positive thing you learned today. Give me three positive things you've learned this week. And you have to be very specific when you ask the question, what did you learn? Because a negative-minded individual or someone who's been exposed to a negative culture is going to come back with something negative. I've learned that customers don't want to pay a profit. No, you didn't learn that this week. Just because someone said no doesn't mean they didn't want to pay you a profit. Maybe we didn't train you to provide them with enough information to say yes. That's what it could mean. doesn't mean someone's cheap. doesn't mean they don't want to buy. doesn't mean they had nothing else to do, so they drove into your business and decided to just play games with you because they're just bored. Who does that? Who has time for that? I want you to think about hashtag no negativity the next time you find a teammate, an employee, a boss, anybody who's complaining around you, I want you to start letting them know about the no negativity movement. Send them to my website, email them my podcast. You can even text them over my podcast from the website or Apple iTunes. A lot of people love to listen to the Daily Life Coach and In Your Business straight from Apple. They can actually just set me up on automatic, set it and forget it, and every single time a new podcast episode is up, they'll get a little notification. It's the beautiful thing about Apple iTunes or Stitcher. Or they can just subscribe on the website, dailylifecoach.com, and subscribe anyway. That was not a shameless plug. That was actually really, seriously, honestly, a tool. When we all listen to the same language, when we all study the same movement, the same material, we start to learn the same way and everything starts to make sense to us. 
So if you have no roadmap in your organization for positivity, you got to get one. Most people aren't strong enough to declare and maintain the no negativity movement alone. It takes help. There is so much negativity that it just sneaks up on you. It starts with a little joke. Someone says something about someone jokingly, and next thing you know, they just drug you down the road of negativity, and you didn't even see it coming because you started out laughing, and it was kind of funny, and the next thing you know, you're in the middle of it, and you didn't even see yourself going down that road. Make your people forward thinkers looking for solutions, and the negativity will start to go away. For all you leaders out there that bring negativity to your people on a daily basis without a positive solution, talk about the issues. Address the issues head on. Make it transparent, but also give them the tools, the resources, the time, and the leadership to look at it from a positive standpoint. I've seen leaders get all the support, information, training they need, walk out, and then just beat their people to death. Just bludgeon them with negativity. To me, that's a lazy leader. When he's got and she has all the resources, tools, time, training they need to be positive and passing on, and they simply choose not to, you're lazy. And evil with a capital E. If someone thought enough of you to share something positive, uplifting, energizing, educational, and you're unwilling to share that with the next person next to you or beneath you or even above you, you're selfish, you're evil, or you're short-sighted. And you're creating your own pitfalls for your demise. Why would you do such a thing? And then there's the people that are trying to be positive, but everything just kind of comes out a little bit negative. They just throw that one last word in at the end, and they just jack it up. You know that person. You know who I'm talking about. You can see her face right now. Says something really, really, really positive and then throws a just a negative spin at the end. Stop. I want everyone who does that to start thinking about what they're going to say before they say it. And I want you to think, hashtag no negativity. And I want you to say, what words can I pull out of my statement to keep it all positive and uplifting and motivational and inspirational? Don't throw the but. Right before you say but, if you stop the but. No but. I know but's in right now. But no but. Take it out. Leave somebody with a positive, memorable, forward-thinking engagement. Everyone loves a problem solver. And you can't be viewed as a problem solver if you're bringing any negativity into it. Another reason people don't embrace positivity is because positivity requires accountability. If I pick up that phone or I walk over to that client and I shake their hand and say, my name is Victor and I can help you. That's powerful for the client. They're going to say, wow, someone actually took accountability for making me happy, for solving my problem, or at least making an attempt to do so. That's the easiest thing in the world to start a positive, memorable relationship for your business, for a teammate, with a coach, with a client with a spouse, with anybody, taking some ownership and saying, I'm going to help you. And what does that mean? Explain it to them to the best of my ability. I'm going to give you everything I have, all the knowledge, all the skill set, all the connections I have. In the event that's not enough, at least I'm going to try to pass you on to someone else who may know more, 
but let me see what I can do. I, I hope I can make this better for you. That's powerful. That's positive. That type of attitude will extinguish so much of the negativity that goes on around you. It's contagious. And if you can get your teammates on board, your entire life will get better because your organization gets better. It gets more profitable. It's more fun. And when you go home, you actually get to enjoy home. When you're off, you actually get to enjoy your time off. When you're surrounded by positivity, you're actually able to live in the moment that you're in. You're not being pulled apart piece by piece by all the dangerous, treacherous, negative things that have happened around you throughout the day, the week, the month, the year. Your body, your mind, your spirit allows you to move forward and live in the moment of now. The positive experiences, the memorable experiences in the now. If you are a negative person and you dream of living a positive life, now is your time to change. This is your time. Find a slap buddy. Here's what a slap buddy is. When I grew up, I had a, I've got a bunch of brothers. I'd just find one of my brothers and be like, if I ever say this again, I want you to slap the taste out of my mouth. And they would be like, I, I would be honored to do this for you. I will be your accountability partner. And every now and again, I'd be standing there, and here it comes. Bam! And I'd be like, what was that? Oh, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm just being there for you, bro. Remember you told me if you ever say or do this again to slap you. And there's my brother, Fred. Fred, if I ever do this again, I want you to kick me dead in my behind. Fred has about a size 26 shoe. So when Fred kicked you in the butt, you felt like you got kicked by an army of men. By a donkey. By a gaggle of mules. Okay, maybe this is a little extreme. This was just how I grew up. A little bit, you know, outside the box. But you get the point here. Find someone who can help you with becoming positive. I've seen people have positive jars or negative jars, however you want to do it, where every day a dollar gets dropped in it or someone says something negative or a quarter goes in it for someone who's positive. You can do all types of different exercises or games to help you create a positive environment. Put together a budget. Allocate some money to a department, to a division, to a team when they're consistently positive. Reward them. Take them to an escape room. We just did that. It's pretty fun. Take them bowling. Have a luncheon for them. Bring lunch in. Do something. The little investment that you'll make in order to create this positive environment and standing up to negativity will pay you back tenfold. What does tenfold mean? Back in the day, that's like 10 times. So that means if you have a dollar invested, it'll pay you back 10. Now, when you say tenfold, I think people think you just fold a $10 bill in half. I don't know what people think nowadays. But anyway, I digress. Make sure you're able to, even if it's just acknowledgement, even if you just acknowledge someone's positivity, I appreciate what you're doing right now. You are becoming an agent of change and positivity in our culture. I appreciate you. Even that is valuable. That is powerful. That will create the contagious momentum that you need in order to start building a positive environment. Hashtag no negativity. We're going to do more on this whole no negativity movement because this is important to me. This is something I'm committed to. 
And every day I wake up, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go and search for how many fresh, no negativity hashtags I can find. Every coach, whether you're a business coach, a success coach, a life coach, an inspirational leader on the internet, social media, whoever you are, I I want you to include me in this. I want to include you in this. I want us to be together in this. Hashtag no negativity. Let's do it together. Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. Snapchat. Let's use it. Hashtag no negativity. And if you want to share it with me, at the Victor Young, pull me up. I'd love to see your inspirational, negative fighting quotes, stories, and inspiration. That's all we've got this week. We're going to do a lot more on this no negativity movement. I I think it's important because we're in a time now that negativity has become the normal. And we've got to make positivity the new normal again. Because how can we keep up with all the change financially, professionally, in our families? How can we keep up if we don't have some fuel in the tank? We're just going to run dry. That's how people give up. That's how people burn out. When the only thing they see, hear, feel, experience is negativity. Now is our time to commit to becoming positive change agents, being more productive, and standing up for the ones who count on us the most. And if you haven't paid attention to any of our previous podcasts and episodes of In Your Business with the Daily Life Coach, you should check some out. Because the things that are going on right now with technology, it's going to make it tougher and tougher for people to underperform and battle each other and be negative in the workplace. Because robots and applications and online shopping systems, etc., etc., they don't argue. We are in danger of being replaced if we're not careful. It's time to start paying attention and make being human sexy again, being human popular again. Because right now it's not. Replacing a human with technology is what's in. And it's hot. It's on fire. Pick up a farmer's almanac and you'll hear about things like robotic milking systems replacing the dairy farm industry. Or how drones now herd and keep up with cattle. Good old cattle ranchers on a horseback are being replaced by drones and RFIDs, chips and sensors. The world is changing in every industry. It's time for us to make being human cool again in the workplace. Thank you for joining me. And remember, make sure you subscribe so you can get all future podcasts automatically. Subscribe somewhere. There's nine different platforms on how you can listen to The Daily Life Coach in your business with Victor Young. And hey, live fearless, my friends. We'll talk to you soon.